Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. Comedian, actor, raconteur, juggler of words and objects. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jim Coughlin. Why, thank you. I'm very glad to be here. I just want to have a, a wonderful discussion with these gentlemen here about uh, the week's news. Why, well, I, I do appreciate the uh, designation of gentlemen. The day <laughs> thought, is young. <laughs> I thought I'd state my purpose today. <laughs> well, well said, sir. Just putting my intentions out into the universe. Well, look how far that got Marion Williamson. Might oh. want to think twice. Save yourself <laughs> yes. some time. We'll be talking about her more later. But first, also joining us on the panel, as always, comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason, Mr. Time and Ship. Ah, uh, power to the people. Good to be here with my white brothers and, and everything. <laughs> well, you know, I should say one and a Jew. Thank They're you. Gesundheit. Gesundheit, yes. <laughs> Good to be here on this fine Saturday with you, with I, I'm, you brothers. I'm not white. I'm Irish. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Well, I, I am an oppressed person. Wow. I, I do not recognize <laughs> the white race as my people. Spoken like a true Caucasian. <laughs> I was going to say, when, when the riots start, maybe... I had a buddy, uh, well, I mean, we're still friends, uh, somewhat surprisingly sometimes now. Uh, he's a wonderful person, but uh, used to live down uh, just north of the Grove, yeah, uh, a little bit a little bit east of Fairfax, which uh, for okay. those those who live in Los Angeles know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Hasidic Jews in that yes. neighborhood. Yes, you know, but it's not like Little Jerusalem or anything. You know, it's, it's mixed, but. Uh, we were we were sitting outside uh, on the sidewalk having a cigarette because you know LA nobody smokes in their houses uh, cigarettes anyway and uh, this this like little beater car rolls up uh, and and this Hasidic teenager jumps out and I, you know look and see there's a, another Hasidic teenager driving. And yeah, I figure, oh, like one of them is uh, looking for a parking space, the other. And he, but the kid jumps out as I'm trying to piece together what's going on. And he goes, hey, are either of you two? It was a Friday. It was a Friday afternoon also. Bears. Yes. It's relevant to the story. I, 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 I got a guess where this is going, but keep going. So he, he jumps out, like kind of runs up close to us. And he's like, hey, are either of you guys Jewish? And my buddy Bradley, just like Donald Sutherland at the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, just the hand goes up and he points. I'm like, well, I know where I don't want to be and who I don't want to be with <laughs> when right. the riots start. It's like, there he is. He's one of them. Get him. And I mean, they, they just, they wanted to rap to felon, which is, uh, it, it's not, uh, uh, talking about stuff thing, trying to sound cool. It's a religious thing. Um, it is written, uh, you should uh, put the word of God on your arm and in between your eyes. So there are these uh, boxes with a bunch of prayers in them uh, and long leather straps. And one you put on your head and the other you wrap yeah. around your arm. There's a very specific way. And, you know, I figured since he went through all the trouble of, you know, having his friend pull over and since I'd already been sold out by my Goyesha friend, uh -huh. yeah, may as well. 
Nice. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lovely Friday. So he was trying to wish you well and help you with this, or what was the exact? Uh, well, no, I mean, you know, Judaism isn't a um, evangelical type, uh, right? Yeah, he's not. You know, to, yeah. it's we we try to you know keep it in it, the family, keep it in the family, but you know, spread the faith through our deeds. You know, you know uh, rather than like preaching on corners and shit. You know, Timon sometimes when he's working in the, with the youth uh, prisoners, he uh, tries to connect with them through modern hip hop, and that's uh, <laughs> that's when he wrapped a felon. <laughs> Raptor Fallon. Fallon. I got it. <laughs> All right. Raptor Fallon. You know, it is. What is, is it? Rap- Jim Coughlin. What yeah. is it? Raptor Fallon? Rap, like rap, W R A P, because you're you're literally wrapping these things uh-huh. around your arm. Uh, to Fillin. T F F I L I N. What I actually do, I do ask them, you know, I have a certain uh, thing that I say to juvenile criminals, and it's usually to, you know, break the ice. Yeah. I can talk to them. <laughs> and I will ask them. Do you like pussy boy? Well, yes, sir, I do. Then stay the fuck out. Because the only thing you're going to see up in here is nuts and ass. Nice. You might see some paper pussy, but you ain't going to see no real pussy. Stay ah, the fuck out. Nice, nice. They it's, always get that. Breaks the ice all the time. Oh, good. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, now, priorities. <laughs> David, um, yeah. first of all, I, I just would like to point out that um, while David is is Jewish, I think we, we both know that, and I think Timon would as I would point to him right away. Um, <laughs> but, um, but you know, the way he says Hasidic is, you know, he's getting, he's get that, that right in there, you know, uh, it's very, uh, entertaining and interesting to me. It's, you know, it's kind of like when the, when you're watching the news and this, the Spanish language, uh, you know, oh, person right. like pronounces today in Venezuela. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Caracas. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now minute. it's it's one of those things where, like, I would say Hasidic, and I would feel a little self conscious if I really tried to go for Hasidic. You know, I, you uh, nailed it. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm going to have to clean the mic <laughs> yeah. when you leave, but you yeah. nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> now I also thought, well, he was coming out of a car, so obviously he's driving. Well, because uh, it was right. pre-Shabbos. It was yes, still, yes. still drivable hours. I, I, see, I thought, I thought the story was going to be that they needed a goy to like, oh, turn to off a faucet or, <laughs> or drive their car, maybe. Maybe does that ever happen where like they get out of their car and they're like, hey, I, goy, yeah, could you drive I, me? Well, no, because... <laughs> they couldn't do that, but you because, could drive it. Yeah. You uh, could drive to well, their parking spot. It's, you know, it's one of those like weird, uh, uh, what is it? The, the red heifer kind of thing, you know, it, it's, it's a, a catch 22 of yeah, sorts yeah. because you don't want to cause somebody to do work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then it gets into the whole thing. Well, really how much work is turning your lights off? <laughs> well, <laughs> halakhically, there's some more for you. Yeah. It's, it's work. You know, yeah. this cracks yeah. me up where you do the, uh, the Yiddish. <laughs> 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 the, <laughs> the illness, the so chest illness. We were Bobby Collins yeah, yeah. was doing a, uh, was talking about uh, taxi drivers in New, New York. <laughs> and he had a picture of the guy. Hey, yo, ah. <laughs> he said the owner. He said, smell like dick camels. <laughs> I was crying. He just, I mean, he, I mean, he nailed the 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 uh, the taxi drivers in New York. You know, he just nailed it. I mean, because he's from New York and he's doing this whole thing, 
Oh, and he just, you know. I got a buddy, uh, and it's funny, he's uh, he's like a VP at Fox Sports now. <clears throat> uh, but back uh, back in our college radio days, he's, he's one of those people that, like, whenever we would go to New York for, we would go, you know, every year for uh, CMJ, College Media Journal, Music Marathon, uh-huh. <clears throat> awesome times. But if you were going anywhere <laughs> by cab, you always wanted to go with Mike. Because it's it's one of those things where I'm amazed he went into the corporate side rather than staying on the broadcast side. Because <coughs> he would, he, you know, just strike up a conversation with the cab driver. <coughs> and it was, it, it was always fascinating. It's like you would just, it was like watching, you know, Letterman or Bob Costas. Like these guys who like are just expert interviewers right. who just make an interview seem so yeah, conversational yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it, yeah it was uh it was always always nice to to ride in cabs with mike yeah you know i i it's funny because i have all the hill if you're listening that's that's your new show uh screw seinfeld in the coffee just riding in cabs with mike there you go you know it's funny because i i have friends that uh take lyft or uber regularly and some of them it's like they have so many conflicts with so many people and i enjoy talking to the drivers all the time i mean sometimes i get in i don't talk but for the most part i end up having these interesting conversations i mean i i didn't really grow up taking cabs you know right but I, I do remember like one cab ride just getting the guy to teach me to say one through ten in russian and then i got to my location and met some russians that i was able to use my new words you know, there you go. But you know, it's just like people have an interesting story. Um, you know, I, I and and uh, <laughs> they always surprise me. No, I'm, I'm laughing because the I, I generally, yeah, I'll, if I'm in a good mood and I'm not yeah. like in the middle of reading something or yeah. planning on using the ride to like get emails yeah. and shit done. Yeah, I'll, I'll generally talk to the driver, and if they don't want to talk, I'm I'm good with that too. Uh, but there was there was one time back when I was still living in Chicago and I had a Ukrainian cab driver and we you know so so you know my country we do you know oh what what what's your country I'm from Ukraine oh how are things going in the Ukraine he said not the Ukraine Ukraine nobody says not the France it's not the Spain there is no country with that I'm like the United States of America. Yeah. Other, <laughs> and, other than and, that. And it was, it was a very quiet <laughs> cab ride from there on. <laughs> but, um, speaking of international things, kind of a, a well, you didn't introduce yourself. Oh, I didn't. That is correct. I am Dr. David Robinson. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, just, I, I overshare and then you never know who I am. That's I'm, I'm like <laughs> Zorro, yeah. but, uh, with, with long stories that go nowhere instead of a Z. <laughs> which explains why he chose to go with the sword play, I suppose. But yes, yeah. I am David Robinson. I am your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, which, wow, total crapshoot this week could be anyone's game. Uh, I am going to put America back at the top of the list, though, um, mainly because Donald Trump has said that the conflict in Iran is over. <laughs> yeah. So that's not true, I'm sure. And, we're, you know, we're... It's been an interesting week. Um, we, you know, yeah, thankfully, uh, Iran was the the adult in the room uh, by basically saying, all right, we're, well, yeah, who, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> well, yeah, but most, if, most if, adults don't shoot down Ukrainian passenger jets. No, I think, well, yeah, but that was, I, I honestly, I think. Although that, as far as mistakes go this week, 
that really does make sending a letter saying we're withdrawing our troops kind of seem like a small fry in comparison. You know, it's funny because the I totally called this, I didn't tell anybody this, but I mentally called it in my head that it was going to be a mistake by Iran because someone, actually I think it was Sean Hannity. Uh, King, but anyway, he had posted a, a clip from a documentary about the... Um, U.S. shooting down oh, the Iran Air Flight did? 655, you know? And it's like... 200 some odd people died? Yeah, 290, I think. And, uh, you know, you, you've got a country at high alert, and... You're going to have to be more specific than that. <laughs> uh, I mean, Iran. <laughs> okay. You know, ten, you know they, they may be expecting the United States to right. bomb the shit out of them or something. You know, Why? How, because how, we, we have unstable... Yeah. Crazy, yeah. impulsive leadership. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, the, the crazy thing is this flight, I believe, had taken off from Iran, right? Yes. And it was just taking off from their own country and they shot it down. It's a stupid, I mean, it's a terrible mistake. But, you know, our our mistake was super dumb. Um, our ship was in <clears throat> Iranian waters. There, the plane was in Iranian airspace in its normal route. It wasn't off course doesn't matter it's in iran anyway we shot it down thinking it was an f-14 and then we watched as way more debris <laughs> fell from the sky than you'd expect from an f-14 and that's that's when people started going <laughs> uh, that oh, was shit. one big f-14 yeah yeah well, you know it's 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 amazing that they you know um what these guys have done i mean they did the you know trump did the whole wag the dog on us he tried to change tried to change course you know pompeo Needs, I mean, he should go to jail. Pompeo, Pompeo can't, I mean, he's not, they didn't even paint it as well as the Bushes. That's why it didn't go mm -hmm. off well. Bush and those guys would help Bush. Remember, the generals of Trump have never talked, whereas we had Colin Powell, you know, and we had, you know, Rice and all these guys t selling you on weapons of mass destruction. Whereas this guy, well, they've been planning this for years and they're going to get us and they're going to yeah, take us down. And we got to, we got in a several embassies, not, not, not one embassy. No, no, it's several. And they were coming and we, and it's like, dude, you're full of shit. I, I didn't even, it didn't even take me two seconds of sitting there watching them, um, and I saw this guy, this Iranian cat, uh, Soleimani, go, and I said, oh, fuck. You motherfuckers. You, you're sitting up here. You, you, you think this is the way to shut this down? You killed somebody? And they said, well, well we did what Obama and so on and so wouldn't do. You jackass. There's a reason why they didn't do it. They could have popped that. Look, we have better surveillance of anybody. Okay? We watch our own people. And we damn sure knew where this motherfucker was. Mm -hmm. It's not new. Oh, so now you trust uh, the intelligence? So you used it. You, you, when it was when the intelligence is coming after you, it doesn't exist. But now that we, but now we get this motherfucker. Oh, the intelligence is the greatest thing in the world. We got great intelligence. No, fuck you. It's amazing how fickle these folks on the, on right. the and, right. And, and he's just. I mean, I saw. Did you see the change from the two when he was first telling we got Salamani. And he was doing, and then he goes to his Trump thing. Whoa! We're going oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they make him take different drugs during the day. You know, when they put him in front of the cameras there. Oh my God! I'm, and, and the people. Just a theory, but yeah, you know. That, well, that's another thing. He doesn't really start the Adderall until the afternoon. That's the other thing that's amazing is that the media doesn't actually 
publicly report on this about his apparent drug use. I mean, if I was in the debate, that would be a thing I would say, I would challenge him to take a drug test right now. I've got a doctor right here. His name and, is Paul Revere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and make it like the Joe Piscopo thing where he took a drug test for steroids during one of his comedy <laughs> special tapings. <laughs> and, of course, he came out clean. And then years later, he admitted it was all fixed. But, no. But, uh, but no, you know, and be like, I'll take the same test. You know, all you have to do is pee in this cup, you know. And then and that and, would be hilarious. That, that, yeah, hopefully presidential and, debate because yeah, yeah, like you said, the media isn't doing yeah, it. Yeah, you're because you know there's there's the photo of of the um, cold medicine from England right behind him that he tweeted right. Um, then you have uh, you know the reports from one of the comedians who worked on uh, Celebrity Apprentice about him taking uh, crushed up Adderall really? and yeah oh yeah and. Uh, I guess you got to do something. You don't yeah. get that stupid naturally. Yeah, and <laughs> and you know, it being an ex- explanation for his behavior, right? Um, he, he's a fucking drug addict. Um, you know, I also don't buy the. I mean, I I believe he probably doesn't drink alcohol, but I don't believe the story that he did it because his brother died. It's like his brother died when he was in like his thirties. It's like, well, what did you do from twenty to thirty? You probably. Had some alcohol. Cocaine. You know, exactly. <laughs> so we have a drug-addicted leader who, there's another, well, I think it was the article you sent, uh, functionally illiterate. Mm-hmm. Um, By choice. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. I was, uh, there's an article in The Atlantic this week, uh, the president uh, who doesn't read. And it's funny because I was, I was thinking about it. It's like, uh, did you, so did you read that article? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's it's. Um, uh, I had read another analysis of basically saying that you know that affects your thinking. You your inability when you cannot read. You that's that's a key part of thinking like an adult is well, that, being able to form thoughts. Well, that's the reason why they're able to. I mean, they they talk about it uh, in in our history that uh, the reason why they were able to get people to vote the way that they do because. Of their ignorance, so they voted yeah, yeah. through emotion. They didn't vote, and that's what—that's how Trump got elected. He caught on. Those people don't want to read. They blame politicians. We want a non-politician. You want to get? He's a great businessman. He sold you on, and he got you because these are the blue-collar. I'm gonna. I'm living in fear. The you know the white dude is yeah. living in fear. Oh, the immigrants are coming. Oh, Obama's gonna start a war. That's how he's gonna win. Obama's gonna start a war. No, you know this guy basically told you everything he was gonna do to you, and you the jackasses bought it. You know, and I and I can't even blame. Been bamboozled. Yeah, you've been hoodwinked. Yeah, yeah, down the road, totally <laughs> fucked. We up. didn't land on Plymouth Rock. No. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Oh, did I skip? <laughs> well, we're yeah, we're going a little far. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'm sorry, just, I'm same just, source. I took it too far. You know, but it just you know it just shows that you know that um, how they bought into. Oh you know, yeah, the whole, oh. The, whole, the whole thing. And, and people, it's there is. And I've talked about this before, and I still haven't looked it up. So my bad. But I'm I'm sure there are psychological studies on the the mentality of. You know the the sort of lack of acceptance when you realize that you've been 
you know, scammed. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah, you justify. And a lot of people like dig in deeper. But that's that. But that goes back to remember uh, a lot of things connected to religion. How people vote? Oh, sure. Lot, you know, fun, you know that that used to be fundamentalism. I mean, they didn't want you, uh, and they, they thought that was they thought it was socialism. If you if you wanted say if you, you know because Martin Luther King wanted peace, they said oh, and didn't believe in the the Vietnam War. They thought he was a communist. Right. You were you were, you 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 were judged because you were something that you did not want. You refused to join, and so you were able to sell. The American people, and who always ends up going to war? That poor white boy, or that poor, now the poor Mexican black, everybody are going to war because who? Now, here's something interesting, though, that really surprised me this week. And you will never hear me say really much of anything good about the roommate murdering, uh, serial drunk driving uh, Florida representative Matt Gates, But, <laughs> oh, yeah, he was one of three Republicans this week that voted in favor of the uh, war powers resolution coming out of the House. Um, and he said, you know, it's I, I it was a rare moment of sobriety for Matt Gates uh, <laughs> when he said, you know, I, I have a lot of active service people, probably the most, I think he said, uh, in the country of any representative. And if they are going to, you know, risk their lives going to war, it's, it's something that, you know, the, well, the Congress should be able to vote on. And it's what, what I think is even more surprising uh, then Matt Gates uh, and Francis Rooney, who's also a Rand representative Paul. from Florida, and Thomas Massey of Kentucky voting in favor of limiting the president's powers. There were eight Democrats who voted against the resolution. And it sort of makes sense with some of them if you look at where they're from because you had uh, Ben McAdams from Utah, uh Joe Cunningham from South Carolina, uh, Lane Luria from Virginia, Kendra Horn from Oklahoma. Now, Steph Murphy, Stephanie Murphy from Florida, which I'm guessing it must be she's like in a really red district because right. you had these two Republicans from Florida who voted for it. You get one Democrat from Florida who votes against it. Then uh, there were also representatives from New Jersey and uh, two guys from, from New York who voted against the War Powers Resolution. And it's, it's one of those things, it's largely symbolic Right, but I I think what's what's interesting to me and what what makes it largely ineffectual is that basically it limits the powers of the president mm -hmm. in well he can't declare war it's got to right. be done by Congress but uh, in attacking other people other nations unless uh, America faces an imminent threat. And I, you know, when I heard that, and it's like, is it? It doesn't even matter that it's symbolic because as long as Donald Trump is in the White House, this nation faces an imminent threat. Right. Well, they, so they it's kind of a catch twenty two. Well, they one you had. I love the fact that Rand Paul uh, during, during well, that was for the briefing. briefing. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and gets and a lot of those guys. Said like, dude, you well, fucking Mike, Rand Paul and Mike Lee from Utah. Who, no, those, those are the yeah, two the big surprises. Right, senators, but, yeah. yeah, and so here those guys are, and so did you? Did you see Trump's interview on Fox when Laura? So Laura, uh, what's her name? Laura Ingram. 
Yeah, is interviewing him. Says, do you think that you needed to hear from Congress? Well, I don't know why they want us to do that. I mean, I don't think so. I think, you know, we should be able to do, you know, I don't, I mean, if they wanted to know, I could have told them. I mean, you know, the other thing do is, you know, basically he's saying they ask and she's like, you don't think, you know, well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, I mean, if they wanted to. And, and, you, and so the guy's sitting there going, he's really trying to make America be like a dictatorship or a monarchy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he really believes that I don't have to, I'm, fuck your laws, fuck all that, and I will lie and say whatever I want. And I'm and and yeah. To quote, to quote Homer Simpson, yeah, it's like who made you judge, Judy, and executioner? Yeah, I mean, you know, and <laughs> I mean, so when you're sitting there uh, uh, listening to him, you're, you're saying the American people really are you that fucking stupid that you will not question anything this man says? Well, and yes, that you, yes, you can't. They are. I mean, I mean. <laughs> And, and I mean, he's been fat checked so much to the point that they made they made they made the American people believe that CNN is the motherfucking devil, and all the other stations are the fucking devil, and Fox News is the only news. Are you really? Well, there's also the Daily Stormer, <laughs> right? <laughs> and one uh, of the white supremacists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, you heard that the fellow Jew, Mr. Miller. You know, was hanging out. Apparently, they got him for, uh, you know... Miller, Miller would have been a capo in the Holocaust, man. He would have been shoving more <laughs> Jews into the ovens oh, yeah. just to just to win some favor from yeah. the guys with the big boots. And, and it'd be like, at the end of the war, it'd be like, hey, uh, you know, you did all these terrible things while you're in a concentration camp. You'd be like, well, you know... I'm I had, going to I, Disneyland. <laughs> well, no, he, he'd be like... <laughs> he, he'd be like, well, I had to just survive. And it's like... No, you, you drove yourself to the concentration camp. So you have that volunteer. Yeah. 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 Like, you you were in Switzerland at the time. It's like an Ip Man when the guy the, the guy who, who can translate the uh the, the what the Japanese are saying and he's watching his own people get fucking beat the shit out of and he's like and Ip Man after Ip Man whoops about ten different guys and he said, Give me ten. They said, What ten? And he kicks all the guy's eyes and he's seeing the guy who's the translator and he slaps the shit out of him and slaps him like four or five times. So you fucking sold out your country. You mother- I, I did what I had to do. I did it. Fuck you. Pow. He slaps him again, you know. So, so you know, he had that, that one guy and he, he got the crap beat out of him too. But he, he was a <laughs> great movie though. Excellent movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, we, we were talking about the, the uh, assassination, murder, the, the drone strike, whatever you want to right. call it, or Soleimani. In relation to uh, this being an imminent threat that, like you were saying earlier, uh, time in the Pompeo then, well, I I mean, you know, uh, Pompeo said he, uh, well, we uh, we don't know precisely when or where. Yeah. Because she kept, but it's, this is, this is all part and parcel of this whole fear that the Republicans have sold America on. And. You know, it, there used to be some sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say plausible deniability, but there there was always sort of an air with a lot of these guys in the administration that they knew it was bullshit, but oh, they, yeah. they needed the American people to right. believe it. And now that's that's gone. It It feels like they actually believe the shit that they're shoveling. Well, and that doesn't make it right. right. But when she questioned the, the the reporters, female reporter was standing right when they did their meeting. Uh, you know, Mnuchin was sitting right, was standing next to Pompeo, and 
And the woman said, well, what is imminent? And she well, well, so I said, well, see, but you, you're saying that you, you knew, and, he, and, and how many other, uh, 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 you said he's, he was definitely going to do this one, he was going to do many more. Are you sure? Because other people are saying, no, that's not going to happen. And Lindsey Graham turns around and goes, well, if they want to debate it, they can just debate it. We don't care if they want. I mean, I'll stand up there. I'm going to fight you in the debate. And it's like Lindsey's really went way off the fucking deep end. He don't want witnesses, but he was clamming for him. And they, they brought up two uh, 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 times where McConnell and Lindsey Graham back in the day during the Clinton thing talking about witnesses mm-hmm. and they don't want witnesses these guys are just spewing lies and they and you know the guys who are supporting them I, I mean i don't have a problem with you being a republican but the fact that you are just going to sit back and watch the country burn because you want to be right and you can't see that morally this guy is a detriment to our country that you will sit there and let this dude lie to you because he told you how great the economy is, you fucking prick. This shit was set up by Obama after they fucked us with the with the with the 2008 shit. Oh, the JCPOA, the yeah. uh, the uh, the agreement, the yeah. the treaty, the the thing that was keeping the peace. Right. I mean, but I'm just oh, saying, yeah. I'm, I'm saying no. I'm I'm. It was. I'm not even talking about. I'm talking about from you know because Trump's talking about how how great the economy's doing, right? Because oh, everything yeah. is a diversion to keep you from focusing on him. And bring me something else, but it's like you know, look how great the economy is. That's not from you. That's from Obama. He said, I'm the greatest. And the fact that no one calls him on his arrogance, no one calls this guy on any of the things that he says. They just sit back. He says, you know, I I thank you, you thank you, you know, because I said I, I, I. He has not said we nowhere. I did this. I I'm the greatest president ever. You, you know, says he, that? he everything is about him, right? So, so the American Cancer Society had the greatest drop in cancer rates, but they've been falling for 30 years, but they had a great, you know, a big fall in cancer rates. So he took credit for them. And now the American Cancer Society has to go on record and say, it's not Trump. Right. Because <laughs> that's how fucking dumb he is. Like, how, how does he think cutting spending on cancer research <laughs> i mean well, it, it, it makes those cancer patients like pull themselves up by their bootstraps, bootstraps yeah uh because yeah they they need to learn well I, that they they can't depend on on the government or modern medicine to fight their diseases they have to fight them on their own yeah. just like just like trump does That's well my amazing. friend uh, he, taylor he beat those bone spurs doesn't yeah. seem to be bothering him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my friend Taylor, you know, he's always posting on, uh, Dave, you ever see him? I wouldn't, you know, might be one of those you want to debate. Uh, but he's the one I keep telling you he's the independent, but he sounds like a fucking Republican. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so he's talking about, he was going after the Democrats again. And I'm sitting there going, man, do you, I mean, and, and he said in his speaking that, yeah, we know he's a moron, but. Anytime you're 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 putting a butt behind a guy that you don't even think this dude is scary, that you think that, I mean, because you know, the fact that Doug Collins got his name, what's his name, Collins, which Doug Collins, yeah, is that him? Yeah, the, the senator. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a preacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had to know he had to he had to take back what he said about Democrats, Democrats called, loving terrorists. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tammy Duckworth, Senator Duckworth from Illinois, uh, veteran, uh, lost her legs in the war. 
And she, you know, I she was the perfect person to respond to. But on. Cheney didn't. Cheney didn't give a shit. She still said the Dems were fucked yeah, up. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, and I was like, what are you just Family doing? tradition. Oh, yeah. And they yeah, ask you, Lynn, why do you lie? Yeah. <laughs> and she was, uh, you know, well, yeah, her dad is, is the Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. How much money did we spend to keep that motherfucker alive? And he's still alive. Yeah, I don't know. But going back to the uh, the imminent threat, uh, something that came out this week in the uh, Washington Post uh, was that it was the the threat must have been so imminent from Suleimani that we also tried to kill a second uh, Quds Force leader in Yemen, but we fucked that one up. And miraculously, you know, like you're saying, uh, you know, with Trump, it's all I, 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 me, me, me. Anything that goes wrong is anybody else's fault, unless right. it something goes wrong where it is directly traceable back to him, in which case didn't happen. Fake news. This is why we heard nothing about the the drone strike in Yemen uh, that did not kill the target. Uh, you know, it just didn't happen. Yeah, don't, and, don't but, pay but, any attention. Yeah, man behind the curtain. But mm-hmm. obviously, if we were old ki- news. if we were killing him because of an imminent threat, we better try to kill him again because otherwise, you know, they'll attack. He he will succeed in what his goal is right. If we were to well, no, didn't you didn't you hear uh, Donald Trump? All is fine. Yeah, yeah. You know that, and it's so confusing the, the wording on that on on Trump's tweet. All is fine, and I know I'm a pop culture geek, and there's just all kinds of weird shit up in this head that you know comes out sometimes at the right moment but when when i i heard about that tweet on the news that trump said all is fine all i could think of was uh kevin bacon in animal house at the end when because he's a rotc guy you know so he's dressed in uniform and uh when when the deltas fuck up the homecoming parade and everyone's going nuts and they keep, you know, cutting back to Kevin Bacon trying to, all is well, yeah. remain calm. Yes, yes, yes. All is well, you know. And then he gets stampeded and flattened yes. as a cartoon character would. And so, yeah, when Trump tweeted, all is well, it was like, ah, why am I, why am I thinking of Kevin Bacon? Nice. Six degrees, man. Yeah, I, I you know, I, well, actually, I, I do love Animal House when the, what's the guy that played the asshole? It was the uh, oh Niedermeyer? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I loved him. <laughs> what is that on your chest? Is that a pledge pin on your uniform? It's and uh, reprised the character uh, in the eighties for some great twisted, twisted sister videos. Sister, yes, so. yes. Was he in twisted sister? No, yeah. no, he wasn't he, in the band. But he was the, in the, video. the videos. Oh, well, yeah. uh, he did the video for "We're Not Going to Take It," yeah. and I think he he was in one other uh, oh, okay. video also. Playing a very uh, Niedermeyer type character, so oh. interesting so stuff. So they, they were out there playing golf, and <laughs> so <they> finally, <laughs> hit the, finally, and they were just having a co- casual conversation. And whack! Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there there are so many things in that movie that would be deemed problematic these days. But you Uh, know what? Yes. Thank you, may I have another? (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. So, um, you know, just viewed in the context of these times, it is an indictment of the fraternity system as a whole. And if you're 
complaining about the fraternity system, then you're complaining about America, and I will not sit here and listen to you people badmouth my country. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so so many classic things. If you you know just look away from the statutory rape, which yes. really is you know kind of uh, that's the underlying theme in Hollywood. <laughs> You know, yes. just uh, if you don't mind the statutory rape, it's uh, it's a pretty good industry. Uh, yeah. It's not too shabby. It's a little shabby. But uh, one of the other big stories that's really uh, not making the news this week is that the uh, Department of Justice announced, uh, well, announced might be a little too bold of a word. They let it slip out that the uh, Department of Justice review of Hillary Clinton's emails and the Uranium One situation found nothing. Nothing at all. Uh, and this this comes on the nothing verge. to see here. Nope. Nope. Move along. But this comes uh, just shortly before the sentencing of uh, Trump's uh, Secretary of Defense. Was it or was he? Uh, 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 yes. No, yes. Not Secretary of Defense, but he was a. Uh, 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 yeah, we're talking about Flynn. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah. That's right. Not Flynn. <laughs> not not Flynn. Flynn. Michael Flynn, the, the traitorous general uh, who is lining his pockets with Russian money while selling out his country. Yes. It sounds like a, it's like a character <laughs> description from a mini series. Where's Where's Herman Wook when you need him? <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean it's good. It's it's amazing that some things still kind of work. Like uh, you've got so many people doing whatever Trump wants, and and you know Republicans in Congress, in the House and Senate, basically determining their values based off of what Trump has just done, and then making that be okay. But still, when you send to our Justice Department your desire to have Hillary Clinton investigated, they actually do the work and come up with nothing. I mean, that you know, there's nothing stopping them from manufacturing fake. Well, I, I mean, ideally there is, but no, you're, you're I mean, correct. You know, in other words, yeah. and uh, Yeah, the law has been flouted by this administration yeah. so much it's, already. Yeah. Why, why not more? Um, the, I mean, gosh, there's so many things wrong with this administration, but at least our, our government is still somewhat functional. And uh, so and they tried to say that we gave that that I know you loved when he said that they took 150 billion and we gave them 150 billion to buy the rockets. Oh yeah, to, to, yeah. You, where do you get this? This just pull that shit out of his ass and said it. And and they interviewed Kerry, you know, uh, Senator Kerry, and he stated, "said Dude, this is not true." No, not that at was all. their own fucking and, money, and they had to pay a fine for the money for the shit that they did. It was yeah, and it's not like we, you know, it's not a. It's not like we gave them interest on the money. B. It's not like we gave them a check that in right. the memo section was written for missiles. Yeah, none of it is true. But it is easy for these morons who you know go to the Trump Nazi rallies uh, to believe because it it's convenient, right? It's it's much more convenient to to believe that a political opponent who your guy is demonizing has done horrible horrible things, uh, and and ignore the very self evident horrible horrible things that your guy has done. Yeah, and it's it. You know it well, Michael Flynn. I'm I'm guessing maybe not by our next episode, 
but maybe by the next episode that we're all together. in it together. Yeah. Uh, Michael Flynn will have been demoted to a low-level coffee boy who Trump didn't really, yeah, uh, didn't know, didn't the really guy. know him. Um, yeah. Never I, even I, heard of him. No. I'm still, you know, it, it and and his fans are going to believe it. Yeah, they yeah. will eat it up because they love the emperor's outfit. Yeah, it is the most wonderful thread. He's yeah. wearing clothes. Yeah, mm, as far as they're concerned, it's uh, yeah, it's amazing that that uh, so far, for the most part, his support is pretty cohesive. You know, there's a few cohesive, but not coherent. No, not at all. Um, There's a few Republicans that have just, you know, argued with him or 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 had a dispute. And generally, that means they're about to retire and then they retire and that's it. You know, well, that that was one of the things with the with the Matt Gates story that we were talking about earlier with him uh, supporting the the House resolution to limit the president's war powers. I was reading an article on it and uh, Gates the 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 story pretty much ended with uh, him commenting like friends friends can disagree, and it's like you punk ass piece of shit. He is not your friend. He yeah. is he is the president of America. He's not even your boss. The people, right? The citizens are your boss. He's just the guy that you suck up to because he's got power, and in Matt Gates's case, probably because your dad made you do it. Right. Uh, but it's that's that is one of the things that always infuriates me you know, about Washington D.C. when when they talk about my friend across the aisle, and that is a whole other level of of abusing the word friend. You know, this is right. like reading that quote. It makes you believe that. Matt Gates really thinks that Matt Donald Trump is his friend, you know, and <laughs> yeah, he he has no friends. I mean, he he's not capable of friendship. It's, Which one? You're going to have to be more specific. Uh, well, specifically Donald Trump. I don't know about Matt Gates, but well, you know, yeah, if he if he would just stop murdering them, <laughs> yeah. But you know, in, in terms of, uh, he only allegedly murdered one. I know, right? And uh, he's lived alone ever since because he has trouble finding a second roommate. Right. <laughs> As far as as far as anyone needs to know, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, anyway, it's it's to to say that you're a friend with Trump, and it's like, really, you so you can tell him to his face that you think his shirt doesn't fit or whatever. You know, the yeah. guy can take no criticism whatsoever, and so if you are his friend, that's a relationship that is just fucked up, and yeah. And, uh, Anyway, we'll see what what happens. I think eventually there will be some, you know, breakup between Trump and and most of these Republicans. We'll see. I mean, because it's more, it's really it's been three years of well, oh no, surely this is going to be the straw that oh, breaks yeah. the camel's back, and it's fucking strong camels. Well, yeah. I, well, I think you got Susan Collins, you got Murkowski, you have uh, Rand Paul. I mean, Rand Paul, you know, is playing Russian roulette. I mean, really, I mean, he has to swallow this bullshit. This guy, he, I mean, he can see. And this, you know, Rand Paul hates all the military shit. And he, Trump crossed him on this one. He crossed him on this one. And now McConnell. Yeah, but he'll fall back into place like well, the good well, little soldier. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because he pubic knows. hair toupee. Because, dude, I mean, I know he was, when they came out of that briefing. Mm-hmm. And he, and if you heard his, what he said, he said, there's no way in hell that you could actually believe that this is the reason why. 
and and the meeting only lasted seventy five minutes. They got up and they left. Yeah, and they when told the, you when the questions started getting tough, and they told them, "Don't debate this." What do you mean? Don't don't debate it. They told them, don't. How dare you? Do yeah. not debate what's in this meeting. And and so when you have people like that, it's like, dude, I've been covering for you all this time, and this is what you do to me. You fuck me. And that's what it basically was saying the guy from Utah. I was like, fuck you. I'm not going to sit here and hold this shit. I'm already selling myself out. And now you want me, but you can't be straight with me because you know you fucked up. And you knew. And so if, if, if you had the Bushes with all the shit that they did, they could have killed. I mean, Suleimani's been around for 13, 14 years. All right. They didn't kill him then. They he was only killed. 14 years old? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're killing children. He's a really bad child, though. <laughs> but he, I mean, he's been around so long. They could have popped this guy a long time ago, and they chose right. not to. And it didn't. But you think, yeah, we're going to show them. Then Obama comes along. Obama didn't kill him because he listened to his people. This asshole. They gave him, and Pompeo pushed him to do it. He said, oh, yeah. guess what? And guess what? You're going to be a star. You're going to be a star. <laughs> Look what you did, dude. Well, one of the things that I thought was, you know, because you talk about, you know, all the previous presidents who had the opportunity but didn't because, you know, risk reward. Uh, apparently, the Israelis uh, had an opportunity to to take them out but because they were they were killing someone else who they had told the americans they were going to kill and when they got their shot Soleimani was right there and because they only told america that they were taking out one guy they couldn't do it because they would have had to take him out too and it would have been a big mess well so trump's buddy netanyahu earlier this week said uh yeah israel is not going to get dragged into this and it's like, dude, you're you're already dragged into it. You know, right. it's it's the you don't get to choose. You have been tainted by Trump. Right. You you it's not like a cafeteria where well, yeah, we're we're not gonna get the uh, the jello mold. We're just gonna right. just gonna get the French fries, maybe some salad and, uh, and a macaroni thing. I, you know, but no, you, like in for a penny, in for a pound. To say we are not and gonna get dragged into this, right now. like yeah. As much as Trump should be, right? Uh, but it it just it astounds me the the ignorance you know that it, it's like buying a car that is on fire <laughs> and saying uh, yeah I'm I'm not going to get burned on right. this deal it's, well literally and figuratively you already have yes. it's it's like bowing out saying you're not going to get dragged into it that is not an option. And they would like to get the. I mean, you know, I mean, the the, the allies. You, you haven't heard anything from our allies about this. So Merkel, none of them. You haven't heard anything about this. Well, our allies are with us. Oh yeah. So when where have they where have they come out and said that they're with you? Pompeo's a lie. Oh my god. Yeah, he's a lying sack of shit. Yeah. But without the sack. <laughs> Slight difference. So uh, coming up this week. We have yet another Democratic debate. Excellent. And we've got, uh, there, there are still some women in the race, but it is an all-white uh, debate panel this time. Andrew Yang. Not Whitey again. Yeah. What Whitey, the hell? Whitey's on the moon. Whitey's going to be in Iowa this week. And the candidates who, who did make the debate 
are uh, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Mayor Pete, Pete Buttigieg, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, and misguided billionaire Tom Steyer. Good old Tom. And uh, I don't know if, if you guys caught uh, Rachel Maddow's show the other day. But she was, I think it was yesterday's episode, Friday, uh, when she was talking about the the campaign funding and the fact that Bloomberg and Steyer have thrown so much money Huge. into the race uh, in, in specific states. And Steyer is in this debate because he qualified uh, in two polls. Right which were in Nevada and South Carolina, where he has spent more than all the other candidates, Democratic candidates combined, not counting Bloomberg. Right, right. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not like a Tom Steyer detractor, right. but I'm not a fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think there's something shady about trying to buy your way into the presidency. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's I, basically... I I get that you have some great ideas, you know. You Steyer dropped a shitload of coin on on the whole uh, impeachment yeah. push with with TV ads out the wazoo. I I I just I don't think I don't think he's presidential. American, Looking at his performance in the last debate, but they don't care. But he, I know. He, you know, the, the, if, the American people just don't care because I mean. I mean, you know that these guys are coming. In. When when money got into our into the uh, into politics as deep as it has, you know, with all the lobbyists and everybody and all the corporate interests and everything, we basically lost. I mean, the people are still buying into it, you know, and everything. But they wouldn't give a shit if if the, if a guy decided to put a donkey in there and paid money. It's Tom well, Steyer. They, 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 I don't think yeah, the people and care. that's that's kind of one of the things that I had been thinking about is you know because Matto was was basically explaining it that you know you spend a lot of money on ads and people are going to respond to that and and there you go and I was thinking like you yeah. know if if spending on ads was really that much of an influence on people then most Fox News voters would be supporting adult diapers and catheters and then i considered who's in the white house and i'm like well there you go if if that isn't the human equivalent of an adult diaper and a catheter all in one and so that, so you know I, I i see tom steyer's ads on facebook all the time and um so you know for some of the rules for getting into the debates part of it is number of unique donations and so his ads are not vote for Tom Steyer. They're like, buy this bumper sticker, essentially, that says, you know, let's go green or whatever. And they're barely a Tom Steyer thing. And that that will count. That goes into and, his campaign. And he's probably spending 10 to to $100 for every dollar donated so he can get that, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's totally a guy who I think probably has good intentions. He's probably a good guy. But basically, trying to spend a lot of money to get the to get a nomination. I, I yeah. and it, I, it 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 a it reeks of desperation. Yeah, you know it, it's like that. You know, well, Bloomberg right goes there to the bar. Him. Well, yeah, we're going to get to him in a minute. But it's it's like that guy who goes to a bar and you know tries to make friends by buying everyone drinks. Yeah, and at the, drink, at the end of the night, you know everyone leaves and, and, and his alone. wallet's empty. Yeah. And, you know, it's I, I would hate to see that happen to a nice guy like Tom Steyer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bloomberg, 
Same thing. Uh, and when Bloomberg was like just before he announced his candidacy, one of the I, I think greatest ideas of the past few years that was going around the internet was, hey, Mike, if if you want to really put your money to good use, buy Fox News. Yeah. And granted, it's, you know, it's like a Hydra. You know, you kill one head, two more are going to yeah. pop up. But, hey, put your money to good use. Kill the heads. Right. Right. No, yeah. Um, uh, b- by the way, I, uh, talking about Fox, I watched uh, the new the movie Bombshell. How is it? Very good. And it shows you how screwed up that network was. Uh, and not, was uh, not... I don't really mean to use past tense, but the movie's about, uh, you know, the... the uh, well, we, we were talking about Mitch Hedberg before. You know, it's kind of like the Mitch Hedberg joke. I used to do a lot of drugs. I still do a lot of drugs, but I also used to do a lot of drugs. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, that was both a wonderful <laughs> and slightly terrible impression. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah that was, the, that was the, the quick... Yeah, that no, was great. Um, dropping it out. Yeah. You know, uh, at least Bloomberg has had a nas- national uh, you know name but yeah I'm not interested in him I'm not really interested in Biden but at least Biden has you right. know, well has in Bloomberg name. You, you got it you know he does have political experience from yeah. being the mayor of New York City yeah. well, which also, you know which he also bought but then he I think you know to an extent he proved himself when he was in the position yeah. but if you look at his um, as far as being an actual businessman okay remember uh-huh. we, we I mean Trump Oh, Trump, I'm the businessman. No, this guy is an actual successful right. blue collar. He comes from a blue collar, middle class home. You know, dad didn't send, turn around and hand him money. The guy was smart. He went out there and made that. Now, the only, the, the biggest, the only uh, thing he has on his record that fucked him as far as dealing with minorities was the stop and frisk. Which That's is terrible. Which, is, Which terrible. is terrible. Okay. But. If if you look at what he has as far as knowing about business, uh, he is a progressive. He will, you you know, and, and it makes you do think he is younger than Biden. Um, is he going to be on the side? I mean, you know, is he going to be on the side of the corporations as Trump is? Because we do have Democrats who, you oh, know, sure. Big backers of corporations, or he's is he going to put some guy from from Goldman Sachs? On the Treasury, to run the Treasury Department, you know, or the Federal Reserve. Are we going to put another Goldman Sachs guy in there, which have all been those guys, Wall Street people? Is he going to put someone in there that, uh, is he going to to tax the shit out of the rich? And my thing is, because, oh, no, and I've heard poor people say it. They don't believe in taxing the rich. They really believe that the rich are their friends. And it's like, no, fucker. Why are you carrying the pals for the rich well, when that, they made that your life? It's aspirational thinking that that I'm going to be like them someday, and I don't want to pay taxes when I'm there. It's you know what it, it reminds me a lot of the just sort of the mentality. Except I had the the revelation uh, when, I, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. growing up in the '70s, could not wait to be a grown up so I could go to Las Vegas. You know, it was like <laughs> you always heard about the stories, and then yeah, you had shows like. Vegas, you know, Robert Urich is Dantana, you know. Oh, yeah. Las Vegas was, it, it was Disneyland for grownups. And I could not wait to be, because I knew how much fun Disneyland right. for 
kids was as a child. So, shit, if there's if there's a Disneyland for grown-ups, and fuck, I want to go there. Well, by the time I was old enough to to go to Vegas and appreciate it, and this is this was before the uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It it was while they were in the midst of trying to turn Vegas into a family fun destination. Nineties, yeah. you know. So you you go to the casinos, you know, and it's a bunch of fanny packs and they're and they're food smeared children running around the place. And I don't mind the fanny packs, you know, it's like whatever. That's you know, degenerate gamblers are some of my favorite people. But uh, by the way, uh, on that note, uh, go see Uncut Gems. Great movie about a degenerate okay. gambler. Uh, you will feel uneasy for two hours, but you'll you'll think it's worth it at the end. Okay. But uh, yeah, so in in my mind, you know, that's Vegas was it, it was this thing that I looked forward to, and I was you know first time in Vegas it was like, well, this this is sorely disappointing. <laughs> And the thing is, I, I, you know, I mean, I'm not going to like sit here, bust my arm, pat myself on the back about it, but I was conscious enough to, to recognize like, oh no, this is bullshit rather than trying to maintain the dream, you know, and, and whether it be as blatantly incorrect as the emperor's new clothes are mighty fine or, believing the emperor when he says all is well you know i was not gonna drink the flavor aid and i people do people drink the flavor aid there we go it's it's a problem (laughs) not gonna be like you know jim jones and go and drink that kool-aid no not so much not so much but so mention we've got the debates coming up this week uh and Bloomberg not in he's staying out, you know, he's staying out for for all the the hard working parts of the the campaign. Right. He will get back into things, you know, when when it's money time. Yeah, and yeah. there there are others. I, I mean, um a friend of mine is was working on a new presidential campaign. So it's like there's still people entering the race. Uh, oh, I thought you were saying one of your friends is like they're working on someone else's campaign? Yeah, or? someone else's campaign. Um, whose name I don't remember. <laughs> well, I guess they need to buy some ads in California. Yeah. That's that's going to be the thing. But it, but, but so it we is talked, less, yeah, well, less, we, less than a month for the, the first uh, primary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's coming up. And so just, you know, I mentioned the, uh, the, the six people, six candidates who did qualify for this week's debate. There's still a whole bunch more who are still in it. That did not qualify for the debate. Uh, speaking of millionaires, Andrew Yang didn't make it in this time. Oh wow! But That's surprising. Uh, what one of the big uh, things, uh, you know, and it wasn't even that big. I guess uh, it was almost an afterthought. But Marianne Williamson dropped, dropped out of the out. race officially. Wow. Officially suspended her campaign. Um, and it's 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 been a pretty quick drop. <laughs> I think it was it was just last week that she uh well I I don't know Oh she I laid mean, off she, all of her Well people. did she lay them off or was it a, a conscious uncoupling right. or is that just a Gwyneth Paltrow thing and and Marianne Williamson let them fade into the ether or uh, ascend to a higher level That could be that could yeah. be what it is That one sounds yeah. probably the best Yeah 
But uh, so she dropped out. Now, Julian Castro dropped out last week. Yeah. And this week, he endorsed Elizabeth Warren. That's right. So I am I'm looking forward to find out uh, who Marion Williamson is going to endorse next week. Yes, they're, all of the candidates are vying to get her to not endorse them. Yeah, yeah. Well, the mayor like of, uh, Steyer. Mayor of uh, California, uh, of L.A., uh, Garcetti. Oh, Garcetti? He back, he's back in Biden. Interesting. Yeah, he's back in Biden. Who would have thought that? Well. It, I mean, it, it, it's probably going to be Biden, right? I, you know, at this point, I don't know, and you I don't want I the actually, gay guy. You don't want the gay guy. I didn't say it's, who, I want. I want no, Elizabeth Warren. It's, <laughs> but it's not. I wouldn't say I don't want men. the gay guy. I would say I don't want the guy who's a respected veteran, uh, very well educated, and politically thus far uh, has attained the highest. Rank of mayor of a small Midwestern college town. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know so, so the, the gay you, thing has nothing to do with it. I actually I just I threw think, that. I just threw no, that no. I know, I know, I know. It's but it's it's so funny, you know that I I am less interested in having Pete Buttigieg as president than I am in having a first husband. Yes. Of of a of a male president, I think that would be really interesting. You know, just seeing the the uh, I I don't know if I coined the phrase, but uh, it came to my mind a few years ago. Looking at uh, my friend's neighbor's house during the holiday season, uh, looking at the Christmas desecrations that uh, <laughs> that Melania Trump has put up. Oh, dude, you should have seen this house. It was so it, I. I live in like a, a little uh, duplex kind of situation here. So this house was about as big as, you know, if you're looking at it from the front, it's about as wide as like half of the duplex as, okay. as my house. And which, which isn't that wide. And they had more decorations on their lawn than I think Target has in the whole store at any given time. That's a lot. It was, yeah. And like, talk about day for night. I mean, it was, you could could sit out there and I'm not saying you could cook an egg on the sidewalk. They were putting out so many watts, but you could definitely read by their front lawn. Wow! In the deepest, darkest night. So, uh, and and not really the the best eye for design. Yeah, yeah. Generally, when it's that much of something, yeah, it's not going to be well designed. Not so much. And so, yeah, uh, unless Melania Trump was like definitely going for a Tim Burton sort of, you know, and not even Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm thinking more Beetlejuice kind of, you know, Pee Wee's. Uh, big adventure kind of look the the nightmare with the clowns and his his bicycle like unless she was deliberately going for that and as as diamond uh, pointed out earlier you know jew so i may i may not be the best guy to be commenting on christmas decorations well well i, I you know you saw the you saw i mean they they're, they're they replaced the obamas and you see the difference melania hasn't she she has no clue she can't talk <laughs> and she's i mean the, the, the whole thing about immigrants it's like you're an immigrant yet the guy is sitting there telling no she's not an immigrant she's an american no that bitch is an immigrant <laughs> and she can't talk and yet 
you you sit back and you try to bash the black people who were smarter than both of you motherfuckers whose daughters didn't do shit but you got these rotten ass sons and daughters of yours who are crooks and everything else and then they got pissed at Michelle for for, for having a garden they got pissed at Michelle for having fucking for showing her arms this chick is eating pussy they got her showing eating pussy and and licking and doing all kinds of you know, lesbian shit and, and, and just being as freaky as she want to be. But you didn't want the smart black woman. Now you're selling me on her. <laughs> well, but um, that's that's the thing. It's And, then, uh, oh, and, and it, it, you know, but I pointing that, out only because there are people who, you know, will try and twist the words. But ain't I had nothing, a woman at my job. wrong with any of that stuff you described. It's the hypocrisy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, the girl at my job who even said, how dare her tell me what my child can eat. You're mad because she wanted your child to make sure she doesn't become obese? You, you're pissed because this woman wanted you to eat a proper meal, you know, because she wanted actual chefs to come in and cook for kids to have a good fucking meal? You're pissed? You can still have hamburgers occasionally. I mean, I mean, I mean but I mean, I mean, just what was done and, and the fact that, you know, he, he's mad because he, he just wasn't, you know, you, you you may not like Obama's policies, but he didn't embarrass you. And I don't think everybody's, well, he, he went over there and he apologized for it. Because the white boy is an arrogant asshole if he would quit going to everybody's country and shitting on their culture. When Trump came out and said, we're also going to go after their cultural sites, it's a war crime, you asshole. It took an Iranian, the Iranian minister... Prime Minister come out and said, you know, he's speaking of, you know, in America, you, you, you know, that is a war crime, what he was talking about doing. He said it's so calm. I'm sitting there going, so it, it takes a, the dude from the country to even tell you that you're committing a crime? Then he, then he, has, to, then he has to take it back. That's, you know, you ever go out to like brunch on Sunday or somewhere like restaurant where there's like a lot of children and parents are drinking and just not giving, you know, and it's, Kevin, Kevin. Stop, Kevin, stop doing that. Kevin, Kevin right. stop, Kevin, Kevin. But they don't, you know, it's more of a Willy Wonka stop, help right. police. It's they're not doing anything about it. And I think that is, I think Trump has worn down <laughs> a lot of world leaders to the point where it, it's, you know. That's why they were it, laughing it's not at like, him. Kevin, the- get your face out of the sterno. It, it's just like, Kevin, get just yeah. get, get, get your face out of the sterno. Yeah. Don't, don't set your brother on fire, Kevin. Uh, no, yeah, nothing he, wrong with burning people every time. You know, it's, to me, <laughs> just the ones who deserve it. Um, you know, because Trump is is such a dysfunctional human being. Um, you know how dysfunctional. No. You know, he's he. For instance, he's incapable of doing certain things, like say uh, making love to a woman. Yeah, um, <laughs> or or uh, sending out condolences. You know, he has so he so he gets it wrong. Like he says things like, you know great day or, or you know it's like that's you know you don't you don't say great day in a condolence message you know whatever well and who, melania can't decorate for christmas like she, at least the first two years 2017 2018 you know she had such stark style that was just like not what anybody thinks of as christmas but they excused her oh, his, oh, of course, his, of his course. base his base excused everything and everything about this woman Okay, we basically yeah. put a stripper 
in the damn White House, and no one has anything to say about what the fuck she does. You know, I, you just kind of gave me an interesting idea here because uh, Facebook this week said that they are going to keep accepting political ads and they are not yeah. going to fact check them. So I'm, you know, I, I, I almost I want to look into this and and see exactly what counts as a political ad because if they're not fact checking them. I think uh, it, it would be beneficial to America to start running ads on Facebook uh, with uh, Donald Trump's new drinking bleach. Uh, <laughs> it's it's the bleach that you drink, and it is recommended by the president. It is it is what's going to get him into office for a second successful term. If if you just start every morning out with a big glass of Donald Trump's drinking bleach. Wow. And I I think as rational human beings uh here in this room at right, least right. we we know that uh you you really shouldn't be drinking bleach. Right. It's not not healthy. Uh it's not good for you. It probably will not help you win an election if all your supporters are drinking bleach. Um so all provably false claims, but it is a political act. Sure, right, right. And I would, I would even be willing to to start packaging uh, single single dose uh, packages of drink and bleach. Of course, if you if you wanted to, to spend the extra money, I will sell it uh, in bulk as well. Right. But uh, yeah, I think if you you know just. Uh, Sell sell Trump supporters on the idea of of drinking bleach, and it's if a, that it's doesn't a nice work, test case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it, drain cleaner could also yeah. work. I mean, I you know unless unless Drano is actually going to give me uh, some promotional consideration, I will not recommend that uh, Trump supporters drink Drano. Uh-huh. But there are plenty of off-brand drain cleaners that you can drink as a Trump supporter that will not hurt you. Right. Because you have the power of Trump behind you. Yeah, you have a good internal system. This is a political ad. Yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah. So, a a Facebook political ad. So, uh, the the limits of truth are are not binding us. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'm assuming the networks do have some standards. The the networks still do have some standards, at least where it comes to uh, advertising. Right. In terms of programming, jury's still out. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, should we leave Facebook, everybody? Oh, yeah. I, you know, I don't think we need to leave it. I think we just need to view it for what it is you know and and it's funny because it's i this maybe isn't uh the the greatest way to spend my time but i if i have the time i report every ad that shows up in my facebook feed (laughs) right you know just because it's like yeah this is this is not what i signed up for and i think i don't know if we were talking about this on uh last week's show or if it was two weeks ago when you were here jim but I don't really read the social media anymore. I, I still contribute and I do like look at some of my friends' things, but I have just trained myself to scroll right on through so much stuff. Um, and it's, I don't, I spend more time posting than I do reading. 
Interesting. Just because yeah. uh, Facebook, I, yeah, I yeah. read a lot of other things, uh, but uh, you know, I read I read all the newspapers. Me nice. and Sarah Palin. Yeah, we, nice. we, we yeah. read all them. The, yeah, all of them. Which ones? Uh, all, 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 all of them. them. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I just i I don't think we need to leave Facebook. I think it it's just a matter of how you use it, and don't click on links that are paid promotions. Like you know, you can. As a user, and I'm not saying we need to take this system down from the inside, but as the consumer, you can make Facebook a non-profitable place for companies to advertise by simply choosing not to engage. Right. So it's not, you don't have to get out, just change the way you work it. And those words uh, remind me of uh, the wise words of... A man who we should salute, uh, the who once wrote, uh, "If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice." True, Which truer words have never been spoken? Very rarely, and they have never been sang quite like the way Getty Lee sang the words of Neil Peart, uh, who passed away this week. Uh, one of the greatest drummers ever, not just the greatest rock drummers. This guy was incredible and uh as as a pretty much lifelong rush fan uh he will be missed and so a uh, big big salute to uh to neil peart uh yeah bummer yeah so also buck henry died this week yes while we're- uh and so many so many great words uh that came from him yeah plastics yeah that's right uh what a great guy he really was, yeah. It's I. I remember uh, watching SNL as a kid. You know, when it, when it first came on, I had no idea who Buck Henry was, except for the guy who was on SNL a lot, almost yeah. as much as Steve Martin. It felt like in those days, and yeah. I think maybe even more. But uh, yeah, it's uh, has not been a great week for uh, for entertainment heroes. Yeah, who, no. who's going to be the third? You want to make a prediction? <laughs> a prediction on who the third celebrity of the week will be? I'd like to think that Duncan Hunter is going to get shanked in prison, but I don't think he's going for a little bit. He's yeah. just resigning this week. Okay. So, um, and uh, I don't know if he's really a celebrity. I wonder if there's a way to triang- triangulate based upon, you know, one's a comedy writer and performer, one's a drummer. Who's the third? Will Ferrell? Teen pop star? No. <laughs> Will Ferrell will never die. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> good. Good news for Mrs. Ferrell and all the little Ferrellites. That's right. All right, well, but uh, yeah, this uh, this is the end of the episode. Uh, it, yeah, I think we've, uh, we did Covered our debt dedications. Uh, we came up with a new sponsor. Uh, so once yeah. again, this episode is brought to you by Donald Trump's Drink and Bleach. Yum. The Drink and Bleach of the true Trump supporters. It made my life better. These uh, these wussy-ass Democrats, these, these weaklings, these pencil necks, they don't have what it takes to drink bleach like a true Donald Trump supporter. That's right. Made me regular. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you were going to save that for the uh, Donald Trump uh, drink and drain cleaner. <laughs> well, that too. That'll clean you right out. 
Uh, but what? So, welcome to our new sponsor, Donald Trump's Drink and Bleach. Uh, sad farewell to Neil Peart and Buck Henry, and really uh, anyone else who died this week. If if you know someone who died this week and and you liked them, uh, you can you can apply these condolences to them equally. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just a lot of people die in any given stretch of time. So there's just too true. many to mention. That's uh, true. We don't even have a montage put together. <laughs> 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 Maybe we'll work on that for next week's show. Until then, uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening, enjoying, hopefully enjoying. And if you did enjoy, please tell everyone you know about it. If you didn't, you can keep it to yourself. We don't mind. I want to thank this week's panel, Mr. Jim Coughlin. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. My should, pleasure. Should you so desire, where can people find you online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, it's Jim Coughlin, Coughlin, C-O-U-G-H-L-I-N. Pronounced Rockefeller. And, that's right. And uh, <laughs> I can be found on Facebook under that. Now, Twitter and Instagram, I'm M-R for Mr. Jim Coughlin. I thought you were going yeah. back into your Southern accent there. Yeah. What are what are M? M or Jim Coughlin. Yeah. So M-R, M-R, Jim Coughlin. and. That's it. Is right. that like Mama Nail? <laughs> I don't even know what he just said. Mama Nail. Uh, Mama Nail. Yeah, Mama Nail are coming over, so we got to clean the house. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you and Mama Nail going? You and Mama? Is this, so it's Mama, Mama and them, but they used to call it in, in East St. Louis, it'd be Mama Nail. Mm, nice. And then some white kid in Detroit got a hold of it. Yeah. They right. all Changed it a little bit? Yeah. Ah, right. Eminem, yes, yes, that's right. Who you should also clean the house if he's coming over. Yeah, that's true. At least put the sharp things away. Yes. Thank you very much, Jim, for coming in. Looking forward to seeing you back here again soon. Also, as always, big thanks to Mr. Time and Ship for being here with us. Mr. Ship, should you so desire, where can people find you online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, uh, you can find me at uh, Time and Ship at Instagram, Time and Ship at Facebook, and Time and Ship at Twitter. You can also get my book, My East St. Louis, over at Amazon.com or my comedy CD, Universal Brother, which is also on iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Looking forward to seeing you again next week. I'm I'm not going to say I'm hurt, but the fact that neither of you gentlemen mentioned the pie that we started our day out with, uh, it's... It makes me feel a little under. It was fantastic, <laughs> Dave. No, great. see, now I'm just fishing for the compliments. It just it doesn't. Uh... Well, you know, I didn't. I didn't know Jews could bake like that. But Dave, you're oh, a hell dude. of a Jew. Well, you're a hell of a Jew baker. <laughs> <laughs> Jew Don Baker. Yeah, Jew Don Baker. Star of walking tall. Yeah, but I mean, it. It. I have to say, man, the 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 the, uh, the ginger snap crust. That's pretty right? genius. No one would ever thought that. You might that's, have to, you may have to put it out there, Dave. That's my thing. Well, you know, little by little, it's yeah. like like we were talking at the beginning uh, of the show. It's it's not about proselytizing. It's it's about spreading the word through my deeds. So that's, you know, it's, that's nice. That's really wonderful. Make make the pie for a few people here. They'll tell two friends, and then they'll tell two friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. Thank you uh, to Herbal Essence Shampoo for letting it, or was that? Uh, Ogilvy? I don't know. No, Fabergé? Something, yeah. I don't remember now. I'm racking was, my brain. It was the one uh, with, it wasn't Herbal Essence. Uh, no, it wasn't Pert. <laughs> 
the drum. He's a drummer and a conditioner. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it, I remember the. It was like in a, a bottle with like a honeycomb print on it. Seventies TV shampoo commercials, kids. Yes, it's, yes. Uh, all Let's the see. all the rage. Uh, Faberge, Faberge, Faberge. Yeah. Uh, there we go. So uh, with that memory. Somewhere deep in the mind. Uh, no, but I, I, I want to thank you guys. Glad you like the pie. Uh, it is it is a pleasure to bake for other people. So uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to do that. Two friends about Fabergé organic shampoo with pure wheat germ oil and honey. And they told two friends and so on. Hey, that's not Fabergé organic shampoo, is it? It's an imitator. That was that was the later campaign. Yeah, but all right. Uh, Sorry. No, no, all good. Uh, but uh, yeah, always a pleasure to bake for people, and always a pleasure to do this show uh, because it is what I do. I am Dr. David Robinson. I want to thank you for listening. As I mentioned earlier, you can find me on the socials. I am Dr. David Robinson on Facebook, on Twitter. You can find me at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into this show, you probably know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well. On Facebook, it's Let's Be Treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you. We will be back next week. Hopefully you will too. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.